Uh, welcome to the Magnetico Podcast. It is Super Bowl week. Cole, you ready? Yes, sir. I've been looking forward to this week. Chiefs, 49ers. We're going to break it all down. We have a special guest by phone, not in the studio this week, a little under the weather. Welcome, Wes, to the show. What's up? What's up? It's been a while. It has been a while, man. We've been looking forward to talking to you about this big game. Kansas City Chiefs, San Francisco 49ers. It's come down to the wire. Super Bowl is here this Sunday. What we got? What we got? What was your first, Wes, what is your first takeaway of this game before we break it down? What are you looking uh, what, what are you looking forward to the most? Uh I'm gonna try and give two points uh or a point per team. Uh, as far as the 49ers go, I am looking to how they uh, limit Travis Kelsey. Obviously, one of, if not the best to ever do it at the tight end position. Obviously, that is Patrick Mahomes' guy, both uh, on the field and in their countless TV commercials they are in. Um, <laughs> but uh, as far as the Chiefs go, uh, I'm looking forward to that offensive line. Uh, they got a pretty good offensive line over in Kansas City. Um, along with obviously Patrick Mahomes always being able to extend the play and such, I'm looking forward to seeing how they limit that uh, that uh, fierce fierce defensive line over in San Francisco with Nick Bosa, Chase Young, Eric Armstead, uh, Ken Law, all those guys on the D line. Cole, first, first takeaway of this game, just kind of what stands out to you? I feel like I feel like it's definitely going to be a defensive battle. Uh, this is definitely the best defense that Patrick Mahomes ever played with. And, I mean, it's going to be a good game, but I feel like it's going to – I feel like it's going to kind of be a score like a like a like like the Rams-Bengals game. Like, I feel like it's going to be close, like 20-23, something like that, something along those lines. I feel like it's – I feel like the defense is going to step up, but the offense is going to do good as well. My takeaway, and then we'll jump right into – because I want to get both of your thoughts on my takeaway of the game – I really think this game's going to come down to the coaches, the coaching staff of both teams. So I want to pick your brains a little bit because you both guys are way more knowledgeable in the NFL than I am. But I think that this matchup is really going to come down to Shanahan versus Andy Reid. I would say arguably the best two play callers in the NFL. Um, you guys yep. can throw out somebody else, you know, that maybe would stand out above them, but. You know, in the past, and this is what I want to get you guys take, and we'll start with Wes. In the past, you know, Shanahan hasn't you know, held up against Andy Reid. Um, Atlanta sticks out to mind when he was the OC, correct? And uh, had the yeah. – the uh, I forget what they were down, how many points they were down, but that collapsed there. And so I, we'll start with Wes. Are you talking about 28-3? to three? Was it 28-3? to three? That, Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty yeah. bad. So That's we'll start with Wes, coaching matchups, both sides of the ball, not just Andy Reid and Shanahan, but give me both sides of the ball. Who who do you give the edge to coaching staff-wise in this big game? I think naturally you you, you got to give it to Coach Reid and company. Um, they just – I mean, they have such a great track record, not to mention Coach Reid uh, going back to his days in Philly. Uh, he's just – I mean, he's he's always been one of the best in the league. Um, and that's not to take away from uh, Coach Shanahan as well. Obviously, he's 
right up there with them. Hence why they'll be playing each other this weekend in the Super Bowl for that Lombardi trophy. But if I had to give an edge, I'm certainly going to give it to Reed. I think his uh, track record stands out a little more. Cole, what do you think? I agree. I mean, he kind of just stole the words out of my mouth right there. I mean, the Shanahan tree is crazy. Like the coaches that he's produced in his career. But, I mean, Andy Reid, that coaching staff, they've been here before. You know what I mean? Like, they've won, what, two with Patrick? Three? Two? I think it's two. I think it's two, and they've been, like, four out of the last five years yeah. in the Super Bowl. I mean, they obviously have the experience, so, I, yeah, I would go with Andy Reid. So, one thing I definitely agree with you guys, I think, coaching staff-wise, the Chiefs are, are a little bit ahead. But I, I all, you know, I wonder – with all the film that's out there, you know, coaches have tendencies and Andy Reid has been around a long time and Shanahan's a great coach. And uh, I, you'll have to tell me who the defensive coordinator is. Cause I can't think of his name right now for the 49ers, but given this, this time to prepare, you know, it, the pressure's on Shanahan. Am I right? Like you've got to win this game. Cause if you don't, yes. if you don't get this one, not that nobody's going to say that he's a, a bad coach, anything like that, but, you know, coaches are have tendencies, third down and three to call this, you know, second and nine to call that. There's so much film. There's so much data out there with analytics now. And so do you think that the 49ers have a, a little bit of an edge in that aspect of it? We'll start with Wes. Um, it's, it's really hard to say as far as who has the advantage. I would say for the most part, it's sort of level ground. I, I think overall – if I had to say who, which team, you know, I think I like uh, a little better overall talent-wise, it's probably going to be the 49ers. However, you know, I think Coach Reed and company, Eric Spolstra over there, who's one of the best in the league as well, I, I think they're really good at exposing weaknesses of other teams and such, uh, which obviously certainly gives them the upper hand uh, in, in many games, as you see throughout the year. Eric Spolstra, isn't that the Heat, the Miami Heat coach? Who did I say? Eric Spolstra. Is that what I said? Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I was kind of confused when he said that. I was like, isn't he the, isn't he, doesn't he coach basketball? <laughs> yeah, I'm getting, I'm getting my uh, coaches mixed up a little bit here. My apologies. That's fine. It, the, there's a lot He's of Spagnola. Spagnolia. That's okay. Right. It was close. It was close. Close enough. There's, there's definitely it's gonna go down to me to the coaching in this game and two of the best like we said already. I think the one thing that's sticking out to me right now is and Cole touched on it at the beginning. This is the best defense I think that Kansas City's had while Patrick Mahomes is there. I and, agree, and it seems like they're a little underrated too, mm-hmm. a little bit. So I think talent wise, Wes hit on it. I think that. Uh, the San Francisco 49ers as Cam Newton. This is one of the things that I wanted to, to pick you guys brain. Cam Newton said that Brock Purdy is the 10th best player on the, the 49ers. And I'm not, I'm not mad at that. Take, I'm honestly. not mad at the take either, but then Brock Purdy shout out to him comes back and says, yeah, well there's a 90 something quarterbacks on NFL rosters and Cam Newton's not one of them. So I like that comeback, but uh, yeah, I mean, San Francisco on paper, they have the talent. They, but, you know, the Vegas lines, you know, everybody's kind of leaning right now towards San Francisco as far as the favorite in this game. It's really a toss-up game at 
one and a half or two points or whatever spread that you got. I think the most it has been is three. I didn't see it at three. But, yeah, I mean, everybody's kind of going with San Francisco because of the talent that they have. But for me, it's hard to go against Patrick Mahomes. Yep. I mean, it's just Cole, Cole gets on me all the time. But, you know, I think that if he wins this game, and I say he, it's a team sport. But if Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs win this Super Bowl, they are right there with the dynasty that we know of the New England Patriots. Thoughts on that, Wes? Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're they're certainly on that trajectory, no doubt. As I mentioned earlier, four out of the last five seasons, they've been in the Super Bowl. Um, along along with their, I mean, if I'm not mistaken, this season in the regular season they didn't do too well, but nonetheless. Here they are playing in the Super Bowl. It's just the way they handle adversity and such. Um, yeah, I I agree for sure. Um, that I mean, Patrick Mahomes are he signed like what a ten year deal? Was it fifteen year, ten year? It don't matter. He's he's still gonna be there for the next like seven years. That there's it's gonna be a dynasty. I mean, he's been in the AFC Championship every year of his career, and it's just gonna continue. No matter who's around him. I mean. I, I, you know, we talked about that on a couple episodes ago where he's going to be around. I think Andy Reid, as long as he wants to be there, is going to be there. You're going to get players to sign there. You didn't have a great offensive year, and you still end up in the Super Bowl. So, yeah, the, the you know. Yeah. He's, he's going to be around for a while. I think he's going to overtake Tom Brady as the best quarterback ever to play the some, game. Some say he's, he already has. Yeah, it's hard. Do you, Do we think? Not to bring up negativity, but do you think the the recent and I don't know if Cole knows this, but what happened with his dad is going to affect him in the game at all? Mm-hmm. Who's whose father is it? Patrick Mahomes' dad got arrested, DUI, and I don't know. I, I did. I, I guess I should have looked this up before I brought it up, but uh, he did get a, arrested for a DUI, and it's not the first time he did some jail time. In the past, so I don't know exactly what he's looking at as far as you know if he's if he's out or whatever. But you know, I, I feel like it's a terrible time for it to happen. But do you think that'll play in a little bit? I, I feel know. like emotionally it might play in, but I mean it's Patrick Mahomes, not to not to glaze, but I mean Patrick Mahomes is gonna play great no matter the circumstance. So I I oh, mean yeah. it's it, it's gonna. It's gonna affect him in some way, but I feel like he's he's focused on the Super Bowl. He is allowed to report to, so he is traveling to Vegas, even though he after his recent arrest. So it doesn't look like he'll be locked up during the game. But yeah, that definitely is gonna play into it. And but like you said, Patrick Mahomes is a, is a, a professional, and uh, hopefully his dad gets the help that he needs. You know, get an Uber. It, it's it's a lot safer than. Getting behind the wheel, so agreed. Certainly, but uh, another thing that sticks out of this game is a lot of a lot of headlines coming out. Um, do we think that the ex Gator will have any impact in this game? Kadarius Tony. Kadarius Tony. Cole, do you think he'll have any impact? Now he's saying he's a number one receiver if you throw him the ball. I disagree. I also disagree. I, I think that he's a talented athlete. I think he's got some. Uh, I feel like he'd be better as a running back. 
if anybody knows how to use them, Andy Reid knows how to use them. I, I think there may be something missing upstairs a little bit with, with Kadarius Toney. Um, even at his time at Florida, you didn't see a heavy workload. Um, I'm not going to fault him for lining up offsides. That happened. That was just a mistake. Okay. I mean, you still got to check with the ref. You know what I mean? You still got to check with the But yeah, so there's just a little bit kind of missing. It, it's it's mindset. That's what it is. He's I, I love the fact that he feels like he is a number one receiver because that's that swagger that he has. I do think that given the opportunity, he could make a big play in this game. If he plays, though. I mean, special teams, punt return. That, that's what I was know. saying. I feel like they don't use him as a receiver. They just – because Luke, we did last year in the Super Bowl. He had a – he had a very clutch punt return to put them in field goal range, and then they went down and scored. So, yeah, so that that that's been a big headline. Then let's get Wes's take from his household on the old uh, Taylor Swift controversy because everybody's got a little take on it. So we want to get Wes's take. D- does it bother you in your household seeing Taylor Swift on the TV? This whole thing going on in America. I'm not. So there's two perspectives on it, honestly. And there's it's your personal opinion. And then there's sort of the business perspective of it, right? So naturally, from a, just a personal perspective, my personal opinion, you know, when I'm watching football, that's kind of what I want to That's kind of what I want to watch. Um, and and I, I think they do a little too much sometimes. And of course, they're doing it intentionally. We all know that. Um, but nonetheless, you know, it, it, it it, it doesn't necessarily irk me as it does maybe some people who are just completely anti-Taylor Swift. I mean, that's not the case for me. Um, but then from the business per- perspective, um, a report came out a few weeks ago, I believe, of the millions upon millions of dollars that she's generated for the NFL. Um, in jersey sales, obviously, uh, just her presence at these games. Uh, viewership is up way high these games and for Kansas City um so from that perspective I, I understand it I mean she's generating millions yes I mean Travis Kelsey uh gets a first down or or uh he gets a touchdown pan that camera to <laughs> T-Swift you know yeah. if, if you know so from a business perspective I, I I get it well we had to get your take on it because we've talked about it a little bit I don't care like it, it, until they not show me a play in the Super Bowl because they're in the box showing to like it's not like we're missing anything, you know. So and and they fill that time with if she wasn't there, it'd be somebody else. So yeah. I, I don't have a problem with it, but you know everybody is up in arms, and it, it's very comical to me. Like I've said before, that people are so upset by something <laughs> that is two people that are happy. Like what you know, they seem happy and. Yeah, and it's not even like they show like they show her repetitively, but they show for a good like five seconds. Like it's not it's not a big deal. And you have the conspiracy theory people out there, the vaccine, and, and like I, it's a good story. Like stop, you know. But I made a joke to Cole that I, I did see something. I haven't actually seen it on the Hard Rock in this segment brought to you by Hard Rock Casino in Tampa. I haven't <laughs> seen it on the website yet as far as a prop bet, but I did see something where they were kind of putting something out there. There was going to be an engagement coming soon and you could bet on it. But I think that was just, for I the, saw that he was going to propose with the Super Bowl ring if they won. 
Well, it, it, it's fun. It, it's from the business at, you know standpoint, like Wes touched on. It's smart by the NFL. You know, you're you're getting new viewership. The people that think that Travis Kelsey has made it now because he's with Taylor Swift that it's just comical, you know. And and, and that's fun for TikTok, you know, the the little yeah. TikToks that people make and everything. But she, I, there's so many celebrities going to be at this game. Like people thinking that the NFL wanted the Chiefs to win, so Taylor Swift, Taylor Swift probably would have been at the Super Bowl anyway. Eh, oh yeah. Along with, I mean, they don't even have enough parking spots for the private jets in Las Vegas. I saw that all the the jet parking is is you know, so everybody's going to be in attendance. Oh yeah. So, what uh, what other thing sticks out to you about this game, Cole? I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, well, go ahead. No, I mean, what, anything that you're looking for, like, who do you think is going to be the difference maker? Hmm. Do you think if you had to put right now, like one of the prop bets that you can do is MVP. I was looking at that MVP. MVP is kind of crazy right now of the, you know, the running back that I like for the Chiefs. Pacheco. Pacheco. I think he's like a plus 800, you know, like, which he could have McCaffrey's like a plus 400. Like those are two guys that I could see. Being the difference difference in this game was what do you think as far as an MVP? Oh goodness, you know, I mean, I think realistically, it's it's going to be one of the quarterbacks. That seems to just always be the trend. I know people get a little tired of it; it gets stale. Um, but naturally, that's that's just the trend as history shows. So I do think it comes down to one of the quarterbacks, either obviously Brock Purdy or Patrick Mahomes, whoever sort of wins. Um, if I had to give it to someone else outside of those guys, I do think I do think Christian McCaffrey, if he comes out and has a monstrous game, you know, I do think that's a name to look at as far as any someone else outside of Brock Purdy for the 49ers. As far as the Chiefs go, you know, the other name you mentioned at the running back position as well, Isaiah Pacheco. I think he can certainly come out and have a great game too, which would really speak numbers given uh, that defense, you know, of the 49ers and, and how good they are in the trenches um, and, and typically being pretty limited in the, in the run game, being able to limit other teams in the run game. Um, so I don't, I, I do think those are two names to look at outside of the quarterback. Cole, do you think that if the 49ers win, it could be anybody else, but Purdy? I feel, I feel like it could be with the, with that talent on the roster. It could definitely be anybody else. Like you got Debo, McCaffrey, obviously, we mentioned that. Ayuk, even some of the defensive players, Fred Warner, Nick Bosa, Chase Young, Dre Greenlaw. I mean, there's endless possibilities on that roster. Yeah, I think, like Wes is saying, they usually go quarterback in the situation. I just don't – I feel like it's a lot. If the 49ers win, it's, it'd have to be Purdy. What a story. Yeah, he's going to – What a story. And, you know, so Mr. Irrelevant, Cole, Cole informed me of that a couple shows ago. So, Mr. Irrelevant, if you don't know what that means, it's the last pick in the draft, correct? Yes. The the total draft. Yeah. Like all. He was picked 262. Number 262. So, he was the number 262 pick, and then this is his second year? Yes. Second year in the NFL. And he was the third string going into last year. So, so yep. if, if the 49ers don't win this game, you really can't put it on Purdy. 
I mean, he. Well, I guess we got to watch the game. If he throws four interceptions or whatever, that'd be different. Yeah. But you know, to, to get to where he's at, it's a great story. I just don't see a way that the 49ers win without him having the best game of his life. And I wonder if we haven't already seen kind of my Baker take, like if we haven't seen the best from him already. Can he play much better than that, than, than we've seen so far? Uh, I wish I could I could think back to like, a, you know, maybe one of his specific best games. That's something I would certainly have to look into. But I know statistically he certainly had some great games. Um, but by no means, of course, are they of the level of Patrick Mahomes in terms of consistency anyways. Because um, simultaneously there was like a three-game stretch during the regular season where they lost three in a row if I'm not mistaken. And, and, you know, people, people really love Purdy. Um, and naturally. So the, the story is incredible. There's none other like it in terms of Mr. Irrelevant, irrelevant as you guys were just discussing. But um, <clears throat> I lost my train of thought there for a second. Yeah. It, it's, I don't know. I mean, I mean, he's McCaffrey ha- could McCaffrey, you know, if he rushes for 200 yards and three touchdowns, you know, he, but He's really going to have to do that. I think that's going to be the key. And if I'm the Kansas City Chiefs defensive coordinator, that's what I'm looking to take away. I'm looking to take away the run game, make Purdy beat me. I'm going to blitz him. I'm going to put pressure on him. Make him make, I'm going to disguise my looks. I'm going to do everything I can. And, and I think with the two weeks, that's where I'm giving the edge. We're going to come back to the picks at the end. of, But I – I think that's the key in this game. I think that's where the Chiefs have the advantage is with a quarterback, for all intents and purposes, a rookie, first time there, biggest stage that you could be on. I think that defensive staff is going to come up with some things to really disrupt his rhythm, his flow. And if you're the 49ers, you've got to really – got the best back probably in the league. Not probably. Yeah, I mean the best back in the league, and then you got Dabo, Debo, whatever his name is. So, but if we could, not we, if the Chiefs could take that away, (laughs) and and I think that's going to be a key. Well, the the 49ers like to run a lot of short routes, and that's that's why Purdy's had a lot of success in his early career because he gets the ball out quick, and he gets it where it needs to be. I mean, and the resume to get to this game—that's something we haven't touched on. The resume to get to this game looks a lot better for the Chiefs. Going on the road yep. with two wins on the road against three wins. No, two. You're right. You're right. Two. You know, and, and if it wasn't for Dan Gamble, I don't know that the Forty ers would be in this position. So, but we'll get to the picks here in a second. Cole wanted to touch on some of the uh, awards that were given out in the NFL. Mm. Were they all given out already? No, they they're giving out like February. I think on Thursday is when they're being given out. Okay, so MVP Wes, who do you, who's your lock for MVP? Lamar Jackson. Cole taking Lamar. I mean, I would like to take Lamar, but it's it's difficult. It's gonna be Lamar, but it should probably go to a guy like Josh Allen. Really, Josh Allen. Yeah, he's had a lot of turnovers, but Josh Allen. I mean, you take Josh Allen off the Bills, they're they're maybe a six win team. Like it, it's, I don't know. I I feel like Josh Allen deserves it, but it's going to be Lamar Jackson. Hey, you're entitled to your opinion. I I the, 
Uh, let me ask you guys this. Does the playoffs, is is this just a regular season award or do the playoffs play into this? So, like, they, have they already voted? I think it's a regular season award. But have they voted? Because it's just natural. If they haven't voted yet, I feel like the voters, even though you may not, you, you know, you're not supposed to, it's supposed to be a regular season award, I, I would think the human element comes into play. And they're kind of like, yeah, well, I saw that pick that you threw and you didn't lead you to, like, so is it supposed to be a regular season thing? Yeah, I think so. Okay. I believe so. I, I would go Lamar. I, I, I don't I like your pick, though, Cole. I mean, it's – Lamar definitely deserves it, but a guy like Josh Allen, who threw, what, 40 touchdowns. He threw a lot of – he had a lot of turnovers, second most in the league behind Sam Howell. But, I mean, he's just a playmaker. He's not scared. He's not scared to throw it anywhere. But that's also a problem, obviously, by his turnovers. Let's so. get into an award that is going to be given out that has some uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneer ties to it. Comeback player of the year, Cole Baker Mayfield. I'm sorry, you can you can hate me for that pick. I don't hate you for it because it's comeback player of the year. Obviously, Demar Hamlin came back, okay. but what did he do? So you think that Baker Mayfield deserves it over Flacco? Yeah. Oh, for sure. Really? Yeah. That's not no homer there at all. No. Uh, and that's not even bias. I mean, Joe Flacco, he obviously performed, but we're forgetting he threw 10 interceptions in five regular season games. Okay. Which was how many Baker threw in 17. So, good good point. Wes, what's your take on that? I, I think I think everyone just enjoys a good story. Um that being said, I think I, I wouldn't be shocked for the NFL to lean towards um Joe Flacco, honestly. Uh I will say per Vegas insider that I'm looking at right now, top three is Damar Hamlin, Joe Flacco, Baker Mayfield. Yeah. I don't know how comeback player of the year doesn't go to Hamlin. But I don't know if you heard the episode that we kind of touched on Hamlin a little bit. I kind of looked up his stats today, and I only seen where he actually had a statistical play in three games this year and I'm starting to wonder a little bit if okay let me let me back up I think he deserves it just because of the story of the story and he we damn near seen him die on the football field yeah and and then he comes back and he's able to play at the highest level of sport but now I'm starting to when I looked up his statistics and I seen the, the fake punt that they tried to run to him, which that's horrible. That was a horrible I, I decision. I don't know what the call was right there. That was absurd. Yeah. And that now I'm even wondering even more why they did that with him. But I'm really starting to wonder if he's even going to be on the roster next year. If this wasn't just kind of like, yeah, we got your spot. We're going to, you know, because there's no reason why he couldn't play if he was already an NFL player but I'm starting to wonder if it wasn't just kind of I don't know I want to be careful with what I say about it but he deserves it but I don't think you know Flacco or Baker I think for sure and and Cole brings up some good statistical points with Baker and the interceptions with Flacco so I'll go with you 
on the, and he had a great Pro Bowl. So, yeah, yeah he, won, that, he won MVP at the Pro Bowl. I mean, because the Pro Bowl matters. Flag, that's the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen in my life. Hey, it's all about. I don't even want to about it. I, it's fun for the players, and it was kind of fun to watch too. So, so I mean, what, sixty-four to fifty-nine. I mean, what a game! What other uh, awards are being given out that you want to discuss? Um, offensive player of the year and defensive player of the year. All right, let's hit those. Offensive player of the year, Cole. Christian McCaffrey. I think it's pretty simple. I think it's pretty easy. Move on. Wes? No argument for me. All right, I'll go with you guys on that. Defensive player of the year. Who we who we taking, Cole? Mm, I want to I want to hear Wes's take first. I want to hear. All right, Wes, you up first. Defensive player of the year in the NFL. Uh, probably Miles Garrett. I, Miles Garrett. I'm gonna have to disagree. I think I personally think it's T.J. Watt. He he led the league in sacks, QB pressures, and he. I mean, he should have won it like last year too. So. Yeah, I think it was last year, the year before. Statistically, he was better than I want to say it was Aaron Donald or someone who ended up winning it. Yeah, um, I'm pretty sure. Up. I'm pretty sure it was the year that the Rams won the Super Bowl that he won it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm going with T.J. Watt. All right, Coach of the Year. Mm. It's between Kevin Stefanski and D'Amico Ryan's. I mean, honestly, I'm going D'Amico Ryan's. D'Amico Ryan's, and tell the listeners who he coaches. The Texans. The Texans. Wes, you got a pick on this one? Everyone loves a good story. Dan Campbell. <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm not mad at that, honestly. I'm really not. I'm just saying, you know, I'm just going with, with the trends in history, it seems, with some of these awards, you know. It's it's all about these stories and such. It, it always seems to be the case rather than, you know, maybe statistics and such, which I think that should more so be the focus, so... There, I'm, I'm going to say this on this podcast right now. If Dan Campbell wins Coach of the Year in the NFL, I know, no, it just can't happen. It, it can't. It can't. I will. I will agree with Cole. Though, like as far as who I think deserves it, probably D'Amico Ryan. Okay. It's, I mean, I'm saying that because he led a team who went three and fourteen last year to ten and seven in a playoff spot with a rookie QB. Yeah, I mean, I'm not mad at that. I would go Andy Reid, even even if they don't win the Super Bowl. He's not even in contention for the award. I don't care. He's the best coach in the NFL. That's the award. It's coach of the year. It's, not, it's, not, I mean, that's my pick. You can have a pick. I can have a pick. But I, he's not in contention. I like though. the big fat guy. That's who I like. That's who I'm going with. Although the the Texans coach had a great, you know, with the with the rookie quarterback. I do see that, and that brings me into the next award, Rookie of the Year. Is there even a doubt? Offensive and defense Rookie of the Year. All right, Offensive Rookie of the Year. Mm, I mean, there it's between it's between Puka and CJ, but any other year it'd be Puka, but it has to be CJ. Quarterback's always the trend. Yep. So Wes agrees with with uh, Cole. I'm, I'm gonna go with it. I think that's the best performance I've seen. I don't. I can't even think of anybody better rookie-wise, to lead his team the way he did. So I'm going to go with, with you on that one. Defensive rookie of the year? Wes, you want to start with that one? Oh, um, I mean, I think it's going to come down to Jalen Carter of the Eagles or Will Anderson. Uh, I, I kind of want to – maybe I'm a little biased here. Obviously, Will Anderson playing at Bama. Uh, I think I want to give a slight edge maybe to Anderson given that team's performance throughout the year as uh, Cole touched on just a moment ago. 
Um, I'm going Kobe Turner. I feel like Kobe Turner deserves it. I'm just kidding. I'm picking Will Anderson. Will Anderson is my pick. Will Anderson. I'm not even going to pick on this one, but uh, I do want to pick your brain, Wes, because we have Buccaneer listeners and me and Colvin going back and forth a little bit about Baker. If you're the GM, put your GM cap on, which I, I think the writing is on the wall already with the offensive coordinator that the Bucks hired. And and I I said it really didn't matter. I think they could just put somebody in place. And so I guess hiring somebody that's never called plays in the NFL, they, they did what I said. But since they hired a guy that knows Baker, do you think the Bucks are going to re-sign Baker? And do you think they're going to overpay for him? Given his performance this past season and just the quarterback market nowadays, I don't see why he's not returning as a starting quarterback next year. Also, with that being said, um, I mean, I, I think that front office just has to be smart uh, with, with what they offer because uh, naturally, like, the, that QB market is not too friendly, it seems, nowadays. Um, I, as you, you shared, I think, on the – Facebook page, um, sort of a list of, of all the quarterbacks and their uh, cap hits and such. Um, many of the guys on that list in the top 10, top 15, well overpaid, obviously. Um, Daniel I mean, Jones. you got a guy like Deshaun Watson, 200 plus million guaranteed. Um, and, and the dude's played like a handful of games, I feel like. So you just, you just gotta be smart. I think, I think Baker returns. I do think he returns. Um, at the least, at least for another year, right? Um, and, and maybe even more than that, given his performance and how he does next year. Obviously, this year was, was certainly a, a good one for him and, and the rest of that team. Um, so, yeah, that's, that's sort of my insight. Before we give our Super Bowl picks here in the score prediction, I uh, just want to, because I know Wes, when I posted it, Wes commented, it just came out that the – the World Cup final in 2026 will be in Newark. Not New York, everybody. It's in New Jersey. And uh, I'm happy to see that for selfish reasons. But uh, it's it really made it meant something to me. I know Wes is a soccer guy like me. To be in an enclosed Jerry's World kind of feel. I know the SoFi, they can kind of open the roof or whatever. And that would have made it a little bit. So I'm, I'm happy to see it, but I wanted to get your take on this. Do they take the turf out at MetLife and they, put natural grass in? They should. You got to play on natural grass. You can't play on turf, right? I I, I think they, they should. Yeah, I, I would agree with that as far as whether they do or don't. I mean, I, I couldn't tell you, obviously, but I, I would think so. Um, I would have to look look this up. But I want to say that they haven't made a final decision yet, and that it's more so just like kind of a bid at the moment in terms of who's going to get who's going to get that position. And it's between uh, the Giants Jet Stadium, uh, Jerry's World, and then SoFi. Um, and out of those three, I, I think uh, no offense to some of the Cowboys fans out there, but I, I think that Jerry's World's the bottom of that list just because it's enclosed. All right, Cole, you ready? You're going to be the first one for the Super Bowl prediction. All right. I want the winner and the score. So the score will be 24 
21. Game-winning field goal by Jake Moody. San Francisco 49ers win. Oh, going with the 49ers. It's hard to bet against Mahomes. 24-21, like you, you say, huh? Yeah. It's hard to bet against Mahomes, like you've said. But I've 45, got the 49ers. The 45. 49ers are too talented. They're too talented. 45 total points. Okay, that's, that's kind of what I'm doing this for. You're such a gambler. Uh, I'm, trying to gamble. see, I'm trying to see where you guys' are heads are at here. Wes, what are you doing here? 31-24 in favor of Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs. 34-21. I'm going to 31-24. 31-24. Okay. So another, okay. So I'm going, I don't think this is going to be a great Super Bowl. I think it's going to be 45-21. What? 45-21 Kansas City Chiefs. Okay. I mean... Not mad. I'm not mad at it. It's just a little, just a little out there. I, I, I think the Kansas City has, it's just too much. They're too much, and they're gonna, they're gonna do what I said. They're gonna disrupt Purdy, and it's a great story. He's got to where he's got, but Patrick Mahomes is Patrick Mahomes. Andy Reid's Andy Reid, and at the end of the day, even though they have all that firepower, the running game, you got to be able to run the ball. But I, I don't think that's enough. I think they'll do enough to disrupt him, and they won't be able to stop Mahomes and kill. And I, I don't think Kelsey's going to have a, a big day. I think the 49ers will kind of, but you, but the the rookie running back, he's, he's gonna, not a, he's not a rookie. Pacheco, he's in his second year. Second year, okay. I think he's going to have a big day, big big day. Might be my favorite for the. Yeah, I don't think he'll win it. Because like Wes said, they give it to the the quarterback. Every time. But I think he's going to be a difference maker in this one. Any last thoughts on the Super Bowl and coin coin toss? Heads or tails? Tails never fails. Heads. <laughs> Are we looking forward to Usher? Oh, my. No. I'm looking forward to seeing SpongeBob on the Nickelodeon channel. <laughs> I think Usher's going to do a great job. He's he's been out there in Vegas doing a little, uh, yeah, yeah. you know, a little show out there, a residency. So I think he'll be he'll be ready for his 13 minutes at the Super Bowl. All right, guys. I got I'll, I got one for you guys. Okay, hit us. It's a good one. Does Travis Kelsey retire like his brother if he wins the Super Bowl? Nah, I don't think so. No, I don't think his brother's retired. I mean, he he said that he's going to retire. I think his brother comes back. I don't see how. Really? Yeah, I don't see if you're the best center in the NFL, like he was voted the best center by his peers. I think he that that or that podcast isn't going to fill that void. It's I don't think I don't see it. To answer your question, no. I think Kelsey, Cole brought up a good thing, you know, Kelsey or Gronk. That's a hard one. I think I think it's Gronk. It's a hard one, but I think Kelsey. I think I think both those guys still have a lot of football left in them. Maybe maybe the brother, the center. I could see him just kind of like walking away. You know what? My back, my knees, family time. But Kelsey, right now, if they win the Super Bowl. The high that he's on, like, 
I don't I don't see him walking away. Cole, you think? What do you think? I mean, I agree. Definitely, definitely with the pubis. Oh my goodness, publicity he's getting right now. I don't think, and he definitely still has more left in the tank. I don't think he's retiring. What do you think, Wes? You brought it up. Uh, I could certainly see it. You know, I, I'm here. I'm seeing these rumors and such, hearing the rumors. You know that he's he's obviously in this committed relationship with Taylor Swift, and you know he's going to kind of maybe maybe he'll win the Super Bowl and sort of just ride off into the sunset. Get married eventually, have a kid or kids, etc. You know, so it wouldn't necessarily shock me to say the least. Um, but like you said, given the high that he'd probably be on after this win, um, and he he probably have some thoughts and conversations about it in the off season. I would imagine. I think a guy like obviously his go to guy Patrick Mahomes would probably convince him to stick around. Yeah, thinking about it, any of these guys I support. Walking away. Walk away while your brain functions good, while you still can walk. You know, win a Super Bowl. You're with the biggest pop star in the world. Get married. Enjoy life. He's got a a bright future if he wants to be in broadcasting, TV. You know, he's already on every damn commercial there is, it seems like. So, you know, he's going to work. He'll be fine. So I support it if he if he wanted to do it because I think some of these guys hang around a little too long anyway. Yeah, but I, I I don't think he's declined, you know, to where he should be considering it for that purpose or his brother for that for that matter. But I do you know I one hundred percent support them walking away and that CTE is real. Oh yeah, <laughs> you know that, that banging the head every play, especially the position like center. Like, it's bad enough at tight end, but at center, you, you're nonstop, just collision, collision, collision. It makes no sense. And it's got little have you guys Have you guys seen that movie, Concussion, with Will Smith? Yeah. I don't know if Cole's seen it. Did you, you never? Yeah, you should oh. watch it, Cole. It, it's a good movie. Great film. Yeah, it's a good movie. Any last thoughts? We appreciate you the coming on under the weather. Yeah, no worries. Uh, you have Jordan's flu game, and you have Wesley's blue podcast i suppose um so here i am in the flesh trying to get some good insight and takes here um it was a pleasure being on as i mentioned you know i'm rolling with the chiefs in the super bowl 31 24 um i just i just think you know they, they we we've seen this super bowl not too long ago just a few years ago um and i think it's going to play play out in a similar fashion a little back and forth maybe some lead changes but i think come you know after halftime i think Patrick Mahomes and company will uh, run away with it. You heard it here first. This is uh, formerly known as Intern Wes from the Jacket Breakdown Show. We appreciate you. You know you're always welcome on with us anytime you want to kick it with us and chop it up. So we appreciate you, and we hope you feel better soon. Thanks, guys. It was a pleasure. Cole, any last words? Let's go 49ers. All right. Chiefs, Chiefs it is. Chiefs all the way. Patrick Mahomes, MVP. Jake Moody for MVP. We'll see you next week.